Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and today we are celebrating Shelly Gibbs, and Shelly was nominated by Antonio as a game changer, and we were able to schedule a brief Skype chat with Shelly this morning, and we're so excited to learn more about her and her passion for animals. So Shelly, first of all, congratulations on your nomination, and second of all, we're really excited to learn more about everything that you're doing. So if you would uh, stop and tell our community a little bit about how you became so passionate about animals and what that translates to in terms of what you're doing now. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I will start by saying that I grew up on a farm in a rural part of Colorado. Mm -hmm. So I was around animals always. They were just part of my life. They were my friends and companions, and I spent a lot of time with them outdoors and particularly with horses. I just felt really connected with horses as a child and rode and just rode off bareback. And my horse was my best friend. And after a long pause, you know, how life is where you, you know, you raise kids and you have your work. And it was probably in my forties, I think that after a long time without having horses in my life, I, I got a horse. And it was uh, the beginning of a long learning process for me because it was rather confusing. Like the easy connection that I had with my horse as a child felt more difficult with this horse. Mm. And so I started to explore different things to try to help him and to understand him better. And I began learning about different kinds of healing arts and started in a massage program with the intention of working with horses. And then that segued into some other kinds of healing arts that were more energy-based. And for the first time, I actually contacted an animal communicator to get some help with him because it was hard for me to understand how he could be this really muscular athletic horse but at the same time he felt really shut down and there was something that just wasn't available to me and so I got some help from an animal communicator and it it really shifted things it really helped me understand him and so then I started to explore that myself just reading books and experimenting and practicing with friends animals and getting feedback and it was a long, circuitous journey for me. Um, I started probably in 04 and just over a period of time, kind of refined skills and learned more. And, you know, basically the animals taught me, particularly horses, because they're so sensitive and they give you really good feedback. You know, when you're with them physically, they're 
they're always responding to your energy. They're always responding to your mood. And if there's something that you're unaware of, it, if you're paying attention, it becomes really apparent. Oh, I'm, I'm actually feeling really upset about something and my horse doesn't want to come close to me because that's confusing to him. Um, that kind of thing. So, yeah. And he's still in my life. I've had him for over 20 years. He's retired now on pasture, which is every horse's dream. And he's been my biggest teacher, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many amazing conversations in just that background, but I couldn't agree more. Horses, and in my experience, birds actually are incredible at helping us learn. Um, All species, of course, amazing teachers, but horses and birds are incredibly, I believe, tuned in to us. Mm -hmm. And because of that, capable of helping us grow and learn in a way at a speed or a pace that I think can be quite eye-opening to us as homo sapiens. how much we can learn in a short period of time with these amazing animal teachers around us if if we pay attention. Mm-hmm. So Shelly, after your horse kind of reawakened this um, desire in you to, to better communicate, to better talk and care for the animals around you, did you acquire more animals or did you did you get another horse or how did you how did this horse unlock the next steps in your life? Oh gosh, that's, it's been a fluid process. So yeah, there've always been lots of dogs in my life because I love dogs. So I've always had a dog. And so I would say, you know, animals have come through and uh, I had, let's see two older horses at the same time that I had copper and they were both very unique in their own way. Um, One of them, an older gelding who was very mischievous and taught my daughter to ride. He was quite a character. I learned some things from him too about um, just how, you know, how, how some horses think and how they're so individual and, you know, he would find a way to escape from, let's say, the the neighbor's arena, which wasn't completely secure. He's the only one who would get out because he could squeeze under a fence <laughs> and through the, the <laughs> juniper shrubs. Nobody else would go through there. They didn't dare. But he just was, he was 30 something and was just so confident and wow. unflappable. Wow. So he was a really special character. His name was Jack. He was in Appaloosa. And then another horse that I had, Kelly, who was just a sweet, sweet soul. They were both companions for Copper. And I think we're we're helpful in his growth process too. You know, that's part of it is that animals have their, like, like we're all here to learn and grow. And that's true of animals too. They, they teach us things and there's this reciprocity. They learn from us and we learn from them. And it's, it's a back and forth relationship. And yeah, it's like that. I love the fact that, first of all, I think children innately can connect with 
the natural world, I think we're born connected. And then life can sometimes cause us to disconnect. I think many people recognize that that whole, that piece that's missing in our adult lives is that connection we had that was fluid and easy and happened naturally without having to work at it. I love the fact that when you recognized you wanted that fulfilled in your life again, and you got copper, you could tell that um, that there was aspects that you needed to work on in your relationship. And that instead of assuming, oh, he's different than my childhood horse, he's shut down and will just be shut down forever, or I'm not able to connect with him, you actually took it upon yourself to do the work. I think mm-hmm. oftentimes, um, we need to meet animals. We have to do our part in meeting them. And I think a lot of times is in humans, we, where we stay put and we expect the animals to come to us and communicate with us. And so I am very thankful that you recognized, okay, I, I, the connection's different than what I remember. And I'm going to go work on finding the path to get to the place where that connection's authentic and trustworthy and um, what I remember, and you've you've worked at that, and I I love that. What do you, Shelly? What do you love most about your your connection now, in terms of reestablishing your connection with animals as an adult? What do you love most about about this? Oh, so what I do now is help people understand their own animals. I'm able to connect with them from a distance and tune into what's happening with them from their perspective. And what I really love about this is that I'm able to help people understand what's happening. And that that gives validation to the animal's experience. So they are able to feel a sense of relief at being understood at having maybe accommodations made in some way for something that they weren't a need that wasn't fulfilled and that the person can help them with, or just even understanding why they're, why they have a certain behavior. Once, mm-hmm. once their person understands why that's happening, there can be, it's like there's a, a negotiation and an agreement that can become, that can be um, made that helps both people, the person and the animal feel a sense of relief. They feel seen, they, um, the behavior can shift, there's healing that can happen. So I just love that aspect, the, the, um, the relief, the support, the understanding for both, honestly, it's both for the person and Mm -hmm. for the animal. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just this connection that I can help facilitate between the person and their animal. And also, I really love being able to validate someone's experience because many times someone is trying to make a decision or thinking that they understand what's happening with their animal, but they don't necessarily trust themselves. And so for me to connect with the animal and get a sense of what their experience is, and then to validate the person. Yes, you, you are on the right track. You can trust yourself. You know, it's a, it's a growth and healing process mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. And for me too, honestly, because I'm always learning and refining my skills and yeah, it's, it's very 
it's a very fulfilling process. Mm-hmm. Shelly, have you found that um, when, when or if medical personnel join in the, the conversation or are made aware of the fact that how improvements are happening is because clients have brought on a a third opinion or a second opinion in the form, not of medical intervention per se, Mm -hmm. but of um, communication intervention. What has the response been from, from the medical community? I, I ask that because this is a, uh, my viewpoint is we should encompass whatever is necessary to bring ourselves and our animals to the best point of healing and evolution and happiness and joy and a fulfilled life. And what can we do to do our parts in, in assisting everything and everyone around us to reach that point, regardless of judgment or whether we're familiar with it, but not all mm-hmm. doctors share that opinion. And, and it can be frustrating for people that work in the energetic space or with quantum physics, it can be, um, doctors can become a roadblock. Have you, have you experienced this? Mm, I haven't experienced it directly because often in the situations that I've been involved with, the, the person has already had their animal seen by a veterinarian. And so they're getting the proper care from that end. And so I can just come in and add a piece about the emotional component or, um, you know, a sense of balance in their body or discomfort or something. So I haven't really felt that it's been a roadblock. Um, But I also would really love to work more closely with veterinarians who are open to this, because I think, like you're saying, there there are these different components of our existence, basically, and that we're here to help and support with our different skills. You know, our minds work differently. Your mind works very differently than how my mind works. And it's it's. these are our gifts and we're here to share them and to work together, I think is so important. And mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would really love to find people who are, who are open to sharing that space. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's important. Shelly, how do people, first of all, I'm assuming you work with all different species. Would you say that right now, mostly dogs, cats, and horses, or, or actually other things, sheep and goats. And (laughs) do do you have owners, guardians of all types of animals contact you? And if so, how, how do people get a hold of you? Mostly I have worked with dogs, cats, and horses. Um, that just seems to be more common and people reach out to me when they have problems with those animals um, and they can find me just on my website. That's how uh, people can fill out a contact form and get a hold of me that way. And my site gives more information about what I do, you know, more specifics about kind of the energy based work that I do. 
So, yeah, but I would be really curious to work with some different kinds of animals, particularly wild animals. Um, I think that would be fascinating. Yeah. And birds too, like you're saying, I would love to hear more about your experience with birds. That's, that's really fascinating. I just don't have that, that experience. Mine, you know, my growing up, we had chickens, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And so can I venture to guess that you have been helping people this way? Would you say about 10 years, Shelly, or a little longer? Yeah, about 10 years. About 10 years. Yeah. And of course, this, this next chapter of your life that is um, helping people connect better with their animals in a way that potentially they were unaware of or offering insights and solutions, thoughts, concepts that maybe they didn't think about in terms of how to better provide care for the animals around them. If you could share one thing with what you have learned so far in this journey, what would it be? Mm. I would really urge people to slow down. I think we just move so quickly in our lives that we miss things. And that if we could just become still and learn to listen really, really deeply, that, you know, everyone wants to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to be understood. And I think that, that there, there's healing to be found in that. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important. Slowing down enough to hear and listen uh, is something that I think many of us are not intuitively trained to do. And I also think sometimes the pace of our lives, when there is that stillness, for some people, it can be uncomfortable. And yet, Mm -hmm. when you relax into that quiet, that is when oftentimes the most profound connection occurs, but you have to be able to relax into a pace that allows uh, for those doors to open. And I think that that in and of itself is a really, uh, that's a a really important step, but it's also really good advice for all of us. Shelley, I love the fact that Antonio nominated you for a game changer. I love the fact that you felt that this was the next step of what you needed to do on your journey and you're doing it. And I love the fact that that includes providing what you know and what you've learned to the animals and humans around you to help them have a better relationship and better understanding. Ultimately speaking, you're helping humans be better guardians, but you're helping animals have a better existence by connecting both of those um, relationships together. And I love that. And I'm so thankful that you joined us today to talk more about this incredibly important work that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that acknowledgement. And I think your, your summary of everything is just right on. Yeah, it's, it's about people and about the animals as well. And we're, we're all here to grow and learn. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us. And congratulations on the amazing game changer that you are. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks.